Hello, and welcome to the Cultivating Confidence podcast. I am your host, Dr. Nicole Grams. I am a life coach who specializes in anxiety, health, and human design. And I also happen to be a functional medicine pharmacist. This podcast is a compilation of conversations that I've had with clients and colleagues. So listen in as we explore the mind, body, and soul's confidence in its many forms. seeing how like the shadows you know the old stuff can still like bubble up you know it's like a lifetime process you know like these major challenges that we all have you know we all have unique ones you know like the major triggers for each of us and it's like no matter how much healing work you do perhaps it is even in the expect expectation that we think mm -hmm. oh i'm gonna get rid of it for good <laughs> oh no universe is gonna come right back and shift test you on that right yeah. you'll get rid of one layer of it <laughs> yeah but then it's like holy shit how big is this onion because i'm peeling yeah. layers away for yeah. decades right <laughs> and um it makes me think of um this like astrological chart that i had done in sedona you know, where they put in all your birth date information and like all of this stuff and like mm -hmm. spits out all of these things over like your major themes and challenges in this lifetime. But I'm like, mm -hmm. damn, that is so accurate and like so true and funny, you know, like an ego thinking, you know, once we overcome like one major obstacle, you know, we make a big breakthrough and think like, okay, yay, that's behind me now. Right. Then it comes back. You it. You know? I know, like, no, it's not going to be over. You're just getting stronger and becoming more aware and wise for the next time this thing comes through. Cause it is like a life theme. Yeah. Will we ever master any of it? Probably not. I think letting go of that expectation is huge. Yeah. Um, that makes me think too, you know, with clients um, and finding, you know, like, knowing when you've got the right client too that's ready to do the work and isn't just looking for that quick fix mm -hmm. you know it's so hard these days people are looking for that you know diet is the greatest example right all of the diet fads where everyone's like i just want this pill that'll burn all my fat without me having to work out or eat healthy or anything yeah. i just want it to all go away and be really easy yeah <laughs> like, you know, finding and ooh, setting boundaries around that too. You know, as much as I want to help people recognizing and drawing that line, like the more you take care of you, like and they can see it. That's, I think, where it gets frustrating, right, where right. they know they're talking about it. I have mm -hmm. to be making more time for me. I'm so tired and stressed yeah, out. Yeah. And it's, they know it's bleeding all over the rest of their life. Right. But to get, you know, it's like, so stepping Oh, sorry, oh, here's where there's an emotional truth and an intellectual truth. Mm -hmm. Like they know it intellectually, but they need to feel it in their bodies mm -hmm. as their emotional truth. Like that has been like a big, like, honestly, like I got coaching yesterday and I regret not having my coach take me through it because I was like, oh, I realize I've been feeling a lot of shame and overeating and, you know, going and getting snacks from quick trip on my breaks and, you know, like things like that. And I like know that I'm in this shame response when I, somebody is sitting in their car next to me and I like, will hide the thing that I, you know, like, 
this yeah. like weird sort of why the fuck are you doing this, Nicole? This is so stupid. Right. And then slipping into self-criticism, but like, I haven't been processing my shame. I've been like, Oh no, I'm too smart for this. Like, I know what's going on. Like, Oh, I don't have to feel the thing. Right. Yeah. Like I know exactly what to do to fix it. I'm fine. And I didn't ask my coach to like, put me in that spot of shame to experience it. And I was like, oh yeah, I can already tell my brain is telling me, oh no, well, this is fine. Yeah. Now you know what it is. We're good. Right. <laughs> yeah. We should talk about that more. That's interesting that yeah. another new client was asking about that too. Like she's going through, you know, major, a not easy transition and was asking if I ever had issues with eating disorders. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Of all mm-hmm. kinds. Mm-hmm. And I think honestly, what makes me feel so stable now And that's actually reassuring to hear, you know, you as another coach still dealing with that, that, uh, um, you know, I've been wondering, like, I feel like I'm in the most stable part, but is it because I am surrounded by people more often? You know, I feel like that was more of a habit while I was single and alone of, you know, like going to comfort food and whatever. And like, just Mm -hmm. that urge to like munch or crunch on something Mm -hmm. and having that shame around it too, knowing like, I know what I'm doing. I know this isn't helping. I know what it's going to do, you know, I'm still giving it into it in the moment, but yeah, doing the same thing of like, Oh, hide it. We won't talk about it. Pretend like that didn't happen. And well, and, and, and the whole, oh, I'm onto myself. I know exactly what's going on in my head. Like we've been through this before. We've felt shame before. We don't need yeah. to feel it again. We know it's there. We've addressed it. Like, no, you still have to feel the feelings, right? Like you still have yeah. to go into that deep shitty. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Cause that's what the food will do too. If you overeat, yeah. you know, it's enough. It's that immediate gratification thing mm-hmm. where it feels good in the moment. Um, one of the therapists that I worked with before too had a specialty with eating disorders and she had a lot of great things to say about it too, that, um, you know, food is so common. I mean, gosh, compared to other things of alcohol, drugs, et cetera, gambling, sex, mm-hmm. all of the things, you know, food is like the relatively, I guess, healthiest right. one, <laughs> I guess, depending on what you're eating too. But um, that food is always consistent you know, that we can't can go without it. Ex- exactly. When we can't go without it and whatever that sweet or salty or whatever that thing is, that is your go-to, like it's mm-hmm. always the same. Mm-hmm. You can depend on it. Right. It's that interesting and to lean yeah. on. It. And it's funny. I've been reflecting on that a lot lately. And it's funny that it has been coming up with more clients. Maybe now that I do feel like I'm at a stable point, but I'm like, would I still be doing it if I were still on my own and like dealing with stress? You know, now that I'm with this partner that I'm with around the clock, you know, it's like, it's funny. You're more mindful. Um, and also just the fact like, okay, now we were feeding ourselves and two kids and then his son's coming out here too. So then it's like, Jesus, right. for how fast we go through food. That's also <laughs> made me more mindful. But <clears throat> also just like having that partner to talk through issues with you know am I feeling more emotionally stable now that I'm not on my own because I think a lot of my issue around food before was straight up out of loneliness yeah you know all day long I could march around like I'm you know miss independent just rocking it and doing all this shit myself and acting like it's fine and then by the end of the day I'm like I'm fucking tired and this sucks and I'm really lonely (laughs) and like food is that comfort right 
Well, and it's this performative dance that we do in front of people. Like, this is what my life is like. And then when you're not being your authentic self and you're holding that mask in front of you all day, it's exhausting. And then when you get exhausted, you want that quick dopamine hit. And that's, and yeah, it, yeah, it definitely will. That's interesting too. Funny. I was just kind of talking about that a bit today. And I think we've talked about it a bit before over, you know, talking about these masks that we wear. Mm-hmm. And I was just reflecting this morning. I'm like, wow, it's so funny that I like see these things as bizarre that I used to do in regards to like wearing the masks, mm-hmm. you know, dyeing our hair, wearing makeup, all of the things. Like I, yeah. at one point thought I would never leave the house without makeup ever yeah. again. And now, I mean, I thought like, that starting in like middle school, <laughs> seriously, middle, that's when I started wearing. Yeah. Makeup. And like, oh, I couldn't go anywhere without wearing eyeliner. Cause that looked weird. Like I wake up an hour early so I could curl my hair for school. Yep. Me too. Me too. Oh my gosh. Not only dyeing it, but yeah. Using all the hot irons, you know, curlers and yeah. straighteners and all of the things. And it's right. like what we will do to keep up an appearance. And you're right. You know, around yeah. the food thing, we can be totally different in front of people yeah. and that's a wonderful point that, you know, once you're behind closed doors and like just feeling that weight of like pressure to maintain those appearances, isn't it funny that we tend mm-hmm. to swing in the opposite direction once we yeah. are alone, like to compensate for yeah. that. So that's funny. Perhaps that's a lot to do with feeling more balanced now. Cause yeah. I'm finally letting myself just be me right? and going out. You don't need to buffer the emotions and the exhaustion because it's not there. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm being well, me. There's still definitely a lot of emotions and there's a oh, Right, right, right. But they're emotions. like genuine. They're not, yeah. they're not performative emotions. Yeah. I like that. That performative. How many of us are living a show, right? because we feel we have to be a certain way and show up as a certain person or, right. you know, especially if we've built a reputation in any area as being, you know, positive and, you know, healthy and all of the mm-hmm. things, you know, the role model, I've got yeah. to maintain that. And God forbid anybody knew that I acted more human yeah, and hard right. on myself behind closed doors. Yeah. Um, so that'd be really interesting. I'd like to talk more with you about that and we'll see, you know, how that comes together. Cause I think food and eating habits is something that everyone struggles with to some level. I mean, maybe yeah. not everyone, but right. under stress, gosh, it's been a really, really common theme Yeah, with every one of my clients, you know? Yeah. Like- and I, th- I think an easy easy overcompensation for that is to kind of slip into, oh, well, I just won't have anything in my house. Like I'll restrict it from myself by omission. But like we, that that's not helpful for us because then when we never have the snacks, then when they are available to us, that's when we binge. And that's when we like, can't control ourselves intent, like, because we don't expose ourselves to it. So yep. I don't think like getting rid of all the bad food in your house is not, I mean, to a certain extent is helpful, but like the idea that I like to dive into with people is to really 
understand why we're doing the things. And that's why like, oh, I know why I'm doing the thing. I'm good. Like, and then I'm stopping there when everyone else I would coach into like, all right, well, let's actually process that emotion and let's show ourselves that it's safe to feel this emotion, even though it doesn't feel very safe. And then you don't have to cover it up with food. Like you yeah. don't have to numb it with numb it. Else. Exactly. Exactly. Cause I, man, and I love every opportunity. Well, I don't love it at the time, but I do right. after, you know, when in you hindsight, feel, yeah, exactly. In <laughs> hindsight, I just, yeah. want to laugh thinking of all of the times that I felt that coming on and where in the past, the reaction would be like, oh my gosh, stuff it down. Like go grab this to munch on or that right. until I don't feel it anymore. But really like that prolongs it. You know, I laugh because in the moments that I let myself just sit in my shit and feel it, it passes through so much yeah. faster. It might get intense for a minute. Man, I've sobbed some good hard tears for a minute, but then it like you can feel it bubbling out and then this big release of like, oh, there it goes. Yeah. That I've been trying to stuff down and keep down there for so right. long. For why? Because I was afraid of this final like liberating release. Yeah. Very dramatic self. Thanks a lot. (laughs) Seriously. It is. It is wild, but such is life. Yeah. So I appreciate being able to talk about all of this stuff with you too. And we'll talk more. We will. We will. Thank you for taking the time to listen in today. Many of you will be able to take the ideas that you've heard and apply them in your daily life. And that's really all you need. That's amazing. But For those of you who could use a little one-on-one help with how to make these things actually work for you in your real life, please reach out. The link to schedule a consult with me is in the show notes. You don't have to do this alone. See you soon.